Shining City Audio, a John Meacham and C-13 original studio. January 24th, 1965. Winston Churchill dies. I'm John Meacham, and this is Reflections of History. With a characteristically poetic sense of history, he died on the same date his father had. It was 1965, a quarter century since Winston Leonard Spencer Churchill had stood alone as prime minister, refusing to give in to Nazi tyranny. A eulogist, former Allied Supreme Commander and former President of the United States Dwight D. Eisenhower, said this about the man to whom the free world owes its very freedom. Upon the mighty Thames, a great avenue of history, move at this moment to their final resting place, the mortal remains of Sir Winston Churchill. He was a great maker of history. His work is done, the record closed, and we can almost hear him with the poet say, Sunset and evening star, and one clear call for me, and may there be no moaning of the bar when I put out to sea. But such a tide as moving seems asleep, too full for sound and foam when that which drew from out the boundless deep turns again home. Twilight and evening bell, and after that the dark, and may there be no sadness of farewell when I embark. For though from out our bourne of time and place the flood may bear me far, I hope to see my pilot face to face when I have crossed the bar. As I, like all other freemen, pause to pay a personal tribute to the giant who now passes from among us, I have no charter to speak for my countrymen, only for myself. But if in memory we journey back two decades to the time when America and Britain stood shoulder to shoulder in global conflict against tyranny, then I can presume, with propriety, I think, to act as spokesman for the millions of Americans who served with me and with their British comrades during those three years of war on this sector of the earth. To those men, Winston Churchill was Britain. He was the embodiment of British defiance to threat, her courage in adversity, her calmness in danger, her moderation in success. Among the Allies, his name was spoken with respect, admiration, and affection. Although they loved to chuckle at his foibles, they knew he was a staunch friend. They felt his inspirational leadership. They counted him a fighter in their ranks. The loyalty that the fighting forces of many nations here serving gave to him during the war was no less strong, nor less freely given, than he had received in such full measure from his own countrymen. As an American, I was one of those allies. During those dramatic months, I was privileged to meet, to talk, to plan, and to work with him for common goals. Out of that association and abiding and to me precious friendship was forged. It withstood the trials and frictions inescapable among men of strong convictions living in the atmosphere of war. The war ended, our friendship flowered in the later and more subtle tests imposed by international politics. Then each of us, holding high official posts in his own nation, strove together so as to concert the strength of our two peoples that liberty might be preserved among men and the security of the free world wholly sustained. 
Through a career during which personal victories alternated with defeats, glittering praise with bitter criticism, intense public activity with periods of semi-retirement, Winston Churchill lived out his four score in ten years. With no thought of the length of the time he might be permitted on earth, he was concerned only with the quality of the service he could render to his nation and to humanity. Though he had no fear of death, he coveted always the opportunity to continue that service. At this moment, as our hearts stand at attention, we say our affectionate though sad goodbye to the leader to whom the entire body of free men owes so much. In the coming years, many and countless words will strive to interpret the motives, describe the accomplishments, and extol the virtues of Winston Churchill, soldier, statesman, and citizen, that two great countries were proud to claim as their own. Among all the things so written and spoken, here will ring out through all the centuries one incontestable refrain, he was a champion of freedom. May God grant that we and the generations that will remember him heed the lessons he taught us in his deeds, in his words, in his life. May we carry on his work until no nation lies in captivity, no man is denied opportunity for fulfillment. And now to you, Sir Winston, my old friend, farewell. So said Dwight Eisenhower. Thank you for listening to Reflections of History, a creation of Shining City Audio, a C-13 Originals and John Meacham Studio. Reflections of History is executive produced by me, John Meacham, and Chris Corcoran, Chief Content Officer and Founding Partner of Cadence 13. Production and editing led by Lloyd Lockridge, Margot Gray, and Chris Basil. Production assistance by Andy Jaskowitz and Adam Macias. Cadence 13 is an Odyssey company. I'm Lauren Sherman, the writer behind Puck's fashion and beauty memo line sheet. And I'd like to welcome you to my new show, Fashion People. On every episode of Fashion People, I'll be talking to insiders about the stuff we're all whispering between the press releases. From M&A rumors to celebrity stylist dish to the future of legacy media. Be sure to follow and listen to Fashion People, a presentation of Odyssey in partnership with Puck. Available on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.